Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. We are here. We are loving our lives. I'm wearing my birthday boy pin, even though my birthday was two days ago. That's where it's at. I hope you're feeling safe and healthy and well and that your family is learning and loving their time in the quine, the time in the quarantine. Hi, I'm Nick, and this is the Nick Flanagan Weekly Podcast COVID-19 Self-Isolation Edition. I'm sitting here. There's a dog. He's staring at me. That's what he does. He stares at me. I've got my notebook open. I've got my socks on, and I'm feeling good. Did I take a long time before actually getting to recording this podcast? Yes, I did. I decided to talk to a friend uh, who had wanted to talk to me today. And I'd forgotten to say, you know, when someone writes you a few days earlier and they go, hey, you want to talk or hang out? At one point, people used to say hang out. Now they say talk. You want to talk? You want to Zoom on Tuesday? And uh, then you forget to write them back. And then the day of, you're like, hey, did you still want to hang out? Then half the time, they're like, sorry. I uh, went for a drive, so I can't talk to you. Well, he didn't have that. He was still free, so we talked. And it was nice. But now it's nice to be talking to you. What are you doing to pass the time? Sudoku, crosswords, gaming, learning how to do surgery at home. Are you figuring out Esperanto, the language of the gods? Lots of options that you might be going through in your time. And if you're stressed out, look, I'm very sorry. If you're just not getting through it and it's all crazy, just, you know, get out there, reach out somehow, volunteer if you can, um, email an old friend, email yourself a loving note. These are all ways to stay happy in the COVID days. And thank you to anyone who has listened to my episode with Al Senior that just came out. Uh, he is great, and a bunch of people have listened already. So I appreciate that very much. I appreciate people being nice about the podcast. And uh, I should let you know Bandcamp is doing another uh, all, all Money Goes to the artist day where they don't take any money from purchases on Bandcamp so you can go to wrongholemusic.bandcamp.com nickflanagan.bandcamp.com and if you pick up any of my band and comedy stuff there you can uh, what you give me will be all that I receive and um, I will receive all of it that's what I'm saying. ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. Kofi also gives me like 100% of what you give. So if you'd rather do a pay for something there, I'll, I'll get you the album anyway. And those are ways to support the podcast, but I don't really want you to do that if you don't have to. If you don't have to, unless you feel like it's something you can really afford. It helps a lot. I'm trying to get a home studio, a portable home studio thing going on and uh, lots of other things 
lots of streaming costs lately. You notice this? I mean, I got charged for YouTube Premium this month. Do you know how that feels to be a subscriber to YouTube Premium? The only subscriber to YouTube Premium? Just because I'm addicted to listening to, like, Majority Report with Sam Cedar, but turning off the video so I can do other things. It's That's literally what I'm paying $12 a month for. Literally. Literally. Liturgically. I better tell you what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for uh, Kathleen Phillips years ago. Great comedian. Connected me to one of my favorite jobs. I said, Kathleen, do you know any writing work that's going on? And she said, well, this one show is hiring. Odd Squad. And I got to write a bunch of Odd Squad, which is some of my favorite work I've ever done in kids TV. So grateful for Kathleen Phillips and her kindness. Grateful for Odd Squad. And your kids would be grateful for Odd Squad. This is actually a good time to uh, show them Odd Squad because it's an educational show with math elements. So if you're homeschooling and you're like, God, I'm tired of the math part, just put on Odd Squad. But frankly, and I'm not tooting Odd Squad's horn, a lot of parents already know about Odd Squad because kids like Odd Squad. Kids of a certain age, they love the Odd Squad. I received nothing for this endorsement. I'm also grateful for uh, um, my uh, the country I'm, I'm in. You know, I didn't know that my love tolerate uh, love hate in a lot of ways or love be frustrated with relationship with Canada didn't know how it was going to resolve itself and turns out it's resolved itself by uh, the US literally suspending immigration so it's not even this whole thing where you go to New York I mean everything that's happening right now is just wild to me because when I was like starting up in comedy, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, for instance, was viewed as such a purveyor of quality. I mean, there weren't as many improvisers working out of it, but a lot of the ones from that era are just so amazing. And the stand-up shows that would go on at UCBNY, as well as um, Upright Citizens Brigade in LA, um, were incredible. And it was, or, or seemed incredible. I wasn't even living in those places. I was just in Toronto reading about them on message boards and stuff. And all the comedians sounded amazing. And now, 15, 16 years later, it's closed. And it's done. And there's no live comedy anymore right now. And that stuff was a big reason beyond all my friends I made through touring and bands you know, why I loved America, you know, or why I thought I had to go to America. And now it's not that I'm getting second thoughts. It's that I literally can't, not right now at least. So I'm trying to treat this as a second life, second childhood, which is the name of a Nas song. I'm really just like, all right, this is where we are. I am here. I am present I am far away from the cat, Manny, who is staying where he is with my mom. Uh, I miss Manny. But otherwise, this is a chance um, to at least take some stock 
work it out. And that doesn't mean I want to do anything different with my life. I like what I'm doing, but maybe I can find ways to make it work while I'm in Canada, make it work both on my terms, but also just try to go with the flow, you know? But it is definitely up and down these days. Everyone's going through it. If you have a day where you have to lie in bed, that's fine. If you have to have a day, you know, honestly, if you find yourself on a walk and there's nobody around, scream at the top of your lungs. It is so freeing. Try it. I'm not going to do it now. So that'll be my third gratitude, screaming at the top of my lungs in, uh, in outdoor spaces when no one's around. It's really cathartic in these uncathartic times. You know, nothing's cathartic right now. We're in the middle of suffering. You can't have catharsis during the suffering. Unless you scream when you're outdoors and no one's around. So, I'm going to sort of close things off here with a uh, tips for uh, parents. I'm not a parent, but I've talked to people who are parents. Uh, in the last couple weeks, people have told me they're going through a lot. And so I'm here as a childless drunk, uh, enjoying some whiskey right now. I'm going to tell you some activities you can do with your kids. I don't get your pansies in a knot. I'm not going to say anything gross. You think just because I'm an edgy podcaster that I'm going to breach the sacred boundaries? No, that was old Nick. That was pre-COVID Nick. Now, PG-13, mostly for a larger audience. Okay, so this is how you keep your kids entertained in isolation. Pretend you're not there. This is the first one. Just make it seem like you've gone out. Leave a note that says, oh, yeah, I had to go shopping. And then just go to your office and work on stuff. You know, but be quiet or they'll find out. Um, so that's the first thing is uh, trick them into thinking you're not there when you, you are there. Secondly is don't tell them where the sweets are. This is a big issue with kids, you know. The first thing every kid learns is where the sweets are in the house, you know. So you never tell them. Maybe once a week on the Lord's Day, ideally, you bring out the lollipops and the gobstoppers and the uh, the cherry, the chocolate that has the cherry inside, cherry bomb. Bring that out and you say, here you go, Marky. Here you go, Denimva. I brought you some treats. And then they say, wow, they're so good. Where are more? We would like more. And then you say, sorry, those are the last ones. Now, if you find out the kid knows where the treats are, the sweets are, the first thing you have to do is uh, go to your bedroom and flagellate, unfortunately, self-flagellate because you have been a bad parent. And the second thing that you have to do is, um, well, you have to dress the wounds from the self-flagellation. So once you're done with that, you go to where the sweets are and you rearrange it and then you hide them in different places, put them in different places, and then tell the kids there are no more. Just out of nowhere, go, hey, just to let you know, there are no more sweets. So that's another fun thing. Oh, 
make waking up a game. So you go to Charlie, your son, and you say, Charles, I'd like you to um, let's play a game where if you're not up by nine tomorrow in the morning, I will pour a bucket of ice water on you. Moving on. Uh, play hide and seek with their stuff. So while they're sleeping, take their stuff and you put it somewhere else and they say, let's play hide and seek as soon as they're up. That's part of waking up as a game. And then the other thing is, this is sort of a game too. It's You could involve games in this one too. You say, hey, why don't you have a competition to uh, make iPhone cover sleeves together? And you set up like a little factory conveyor belt and you have them making as many um, phone accessories as they can and then you sell them and then the kids you can pay for their life but so you kind of make the house a factory for the time being uh, movie time is anytime even if they don't want it so they could be in the middle of anything but if you say we're watching a movie they have to Frost Nixon um, King's Speech uh, 1917, all great movies to play for the kids, even if they don't want to see them. Oh, and the other thing is uh, keep comparing them unfavorably to Greta Thunberg. Like, just be like, I don't think what you just did was as smart, uh, it was as good as what Greta would do, Thunberg. Make them hate Greta Thunberg, but still support the environment. But don't make them hate Greta. She's had a hard life. Just make them resent that you like Greta better than them. Good way to get through coronavirus era. Create a family band. And that's stuff that you can do while quarantined. I gotta go. Supper's ready. But I'm gonna end with a joke my friend just told me that he, he, he called a phone line in the 1990s in the UK. I guess to hear a joke, you could do that. So here's the joke. What would you call a children, what would be the title of a children's book about Ving Rhames sitting on the beach while insects eat his dessert? What would you call, what is the title? What would the title of a children's book about Ving's Rame sitting in the sand while bug insects eat his dessert be called. Rames and the Pie Ant Beach. Thank you very much. This has been Nick Flanagan Weekly. Talk to you soon. Hit me up on the socials. Oh, man. Nick. Oh, God. Flanagan oh, Weekly. Oh, man. Nick. Flanagan Weekly.